please subscribe, hit that like button, and as always, leave a comment, and thank you for enjoying the video. Shot to right, slicing toward the pesky pole, down the line, and it's going to be out of here! Line down the right field line, toward the pesky pole, leaping up, and that ball is gone! That's a home run! They're brought of our Nesson team as well. High fly down the right field line, headed toward the pesky pole, that one tucked in, and that ball is going to be against the wall, and in the second base, number retired, and now Rafael Devers trying to retire that baseball inside the pesky pole. Welcome to another episode of the Pesky Podcast, episode 73 with my man DC's one-year anniversary special. DC, did you think that we would actually hit the one-year mark ever in your wildest dreams? Uh, I didn't even think we were going to hit the episode one mark at one point. Um, started all as a joke, and now here we are. So uh, it's been a fun ride. Man, it, it, I can't wait for this. We, we got a lot of guests coming that mean a lot to us. Uh, we've sit there and had a lot of memories we're going to be talking about. But, man, DC, uh Let's sit there and bring on right away. Let's bring on the third person, the, the third of, of the trio here. Let's bring on the OG, Mr. George Sutherland. Hey, boys. How are you? What's going on? George, man, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing really great. Um, this is this is kind of cool to get together and uh, kind of reminisce over the last year. Yeah, uh, man. For, first off, George. Uh, I want to say thank you for, you know, being there almost like since day one-ish, uh, since we started the podcast, uh, but man, you were right there shortly after and, you know, giving ideas, giving feedback. And, uh, I, I want to first off say thank you for that, my man. Uh, no worries. I think it's kind of wild that we both got started doing what we're doing at about the same time. And, you know, unbeknownst to each other, then, you know, we just kind of meshed together and became a really good team. So uh, you know, I'm really excited about that. Um, I, it's been a, I've had a blast working with you guys. It is, I cannot tell you how much fun it's been. And uh, yeah, we've had a lot of laughs. We've done a lot of good stuff. And uh, hey, one down, how many more to go? Let's go. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah I'll, uh, I'll uh, echo what, um, sorry not to cut you off, but I'll echo oh, no, what no, Josh said. Um, yeah, you've done a lot for this podcast. You started off just listening, sending suggestions. Um, I mean, it's no secret that I haven't been around as much as I'd like to. And I think, I think you, you know, stepped in seamlessly and I think honestly, probably put it in better hands, you know, while it's in your hands. So I think, I just thank you for stepping in and being a part of the team. Like I said, it's all teamwork, brother. That's what it's all about. Well, I, I gotta say early on, it was, it was a little, it was a little stressful the first couple episodes. The you know DC that was never really a podcast, so he was still getting his feet wet. And then uh, you know on Twitter, we kind of we kind of started chit chatting with a certain uh, person. She became a really good friend to us. And I don't know about you, DC, but but once we really connected with her and, and had her on the podcast, it kind of like kind of took off for us. Uh, and you know, uh, I want to sit there and bring her on right now. So without further ado, 
as long as her camera's working. Uh, let's bring on uh, Melissa, a.k.a. Socks Addict. <laughs> For some reason, my yeah. AirPods just disconnected. Hold on. It's oh, okay. Hold on. Ugh. Hold on. Let me try this again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why, why, why? What? Hold on. Technical difficulties. <clears throat> no, you're if, good. If, if we didn't have technical I difficulties, it, it wouldn't be us. You remember DC's hey. basement? Because I do. Hold on. Yeah, it, she hear, hear uh, we hear her, but she can't hear us. Ah, okay. But is it on your phone? Are you on your phone? Nope, she ducked out. Bluetooth. Hold on, I'm connecting. But I don't want to say anything because she can't hear, so I can't give her props without her hearing us. Well, we're waiting. What'd you oh guys have for goodness. What'd you have for dinner? I'm going to leave and come back right back in. Hold on. My man, Pete, sends out a great happy one year. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it a lot. Daddy so, Pete but, in the house. But, man, it, it's it, it's crazy, you know, because, you know, once we connected with Sox Addict, it, it, it was kind of it, it was a good thing because like i don't know she she helped us get our name out there she went and and helped us you know she helped us get keith Volk on you know oh yeah she and, was a catalyst for that yeah, oh, yeah. And, and you know with, with without her help we would still be in dc's basement recording Hey, I had a new board, man. I had to go downstairs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll say you just. I, I remember that story, DC, because we were at work, and for some reason, I was like, "Dude, wait, wait, Ricky can't hear this, can she?" No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> be careful what you're about to say. Oh no, because because Here, I was like, "Socks <laughs> out, back." I fixed hey. it. <laughs> My uh, AirPods connected to my other phone. <laughs> oh, like, but I, I want to. I want you to finish that story, though. Oh no, oh, yeah. because remember Sorry. DC when we were talking, and you know we were all getting hyped. We were hyping each other up, and I'm like, dude, you're like what? I was like, do you remember that? You, like, how how are you going to do the podcast when you're having a kid? And you're like, oh crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah i do remember that uh it was thankfully i have a, a great wife that does a lot more than she she needs and um picks uh, up my slack so but socks addict melissa what's going on man we, we, we were we were trying to give you props and, and talk to you but you couldn't hear a word i couldn't you hear saying. i couldn't hear you guys but uh, yeah if y'all could hear me probably i'm like crap why would i fix this who knows what i said <laughs> Sorry if I said so, anything crazy. But, um, uh, but yeah. no, uh, we just wanted to give you your uh, props because, you know, without without us connecting with you, we, we wanted to, uh, you know, start it off as quickly as we did in the podcast world. You know, just having you on our podcast, 
uh, you know, helped us get our name out. You you went and uh, helped us get Keith Folk on the podcast. Uh, we still wish we could edit out a corner square like Hollywood Squares, <laughs> but, but we're unable to do that. Then the, 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 we're going that way. Oh. The, <laughs> The one that shall not be named, like Voldemort. <laughs> but no, like the DC, you know, George, love to you know, give Melissa her props and, and talk. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that was one of the first episodes we did. We met you. And ever since then, you know, we all hit it off. Um, I'll be forever, forever thankful for everything you've done for us. You got us Keith Folk. Thank but not you. only that, we created a friendship, which is, I think, even more important yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. Um, been a, a foundational piece throughout the last season, the first season we've been on, um, just been very blessed to cross paths. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So George. Yeah, same. I, you know, it, it, it's really, it, it's really a privilege to get, get to know you and work with you. Um, you know, you're, you, you're really fun to be on the air, but you're a better person. So that's, <laughs> that's you. really cool. And thank yeah, you. I'm, Every time we get together, all we do is laugh, and that's yeah, that's, that's good. true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Melissa, do, do you have any any like memories uh, from uh, the Pesky Podcast when you were on, when you were listening, that, that you want to sit there and talk about or bring up? Oh yeah, the the thing that sticks out in my head the most is the the live, the uh, opening day live. Christina, <laughs> Christina and I had had a few drinks because uh, we did it. Yeah, like, so, well, it doesn't matter. That's just how we roll. But, um, yeah, and joking about the the pole, the pesky pole. And I put up my leg, and I'm like, pesky party goes, and the DC's like, I'm married, I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that part is so funny to me, because it's like, like, we were like, oh, gosh. (laughs) His poor little, like, innocent, like, you know, felt bad for him. No, it was all jokes. Yeah, I know it was jokes. I it was, totally it was, jokes. It was, that was I funny. Totally yeah, it was very funny. And then that's how, like, I guess pesky party girls get because like, woo, woo. Like I said, pesky yeah. party girls. And then that was it. It just stuck. <laughs> it, it, it's what it stuck. And, and the original ones were you, Christina, and Leslie. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we, we nominated uh, our good friend Liz, who, you know, Leslie is down sick. Liz mm-hmm. couldn't make it because of class. Mm-hmm. So, but. Before yep. we bring in the other half of the dynamic duo, we're gonna we're, uh, well, we kind of had a, a another moment like early on in, in the podcast, we had the Keith Folk moment when mm-hmm. we got to interview him, mm-hmm. and then we had another moment when we interviewed Devin Marrero. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when when Devin uh, and you know, we put this on the air, and when I got a video or a text message uh, on Twitter, you know, stating that two gentlemen, a father and son had his ball, wanted to give it back. It was just an absolute moment for us. And I was like, wow. So uh, Tomas actually sent us in a video and we're going to play it right now. Hello, my name is Tomas Hammond. I just want to wish a happy one-year anniversary to the Pesky Podcast. They're an amazing group of guys, and I just want to congratulate them on everything that they've accomplished in their first year. Um, I came in touch with the Pesky Podcast when I noticed that they had an interview with Mr. Devin Marrero, 
a former Boston Red Sox player. Um, I knew of his name when I went to Yankee Stadium for my 16th birthday, and he was playing against the Yankees. And me and my dad from Las Vegas wanted to make sure that we left that game with a souvenir. So when he hit his first home run into the stands and we caught it, knowing that Yankee Stadium would probably boo us for holding a, a Red Sox home run ball, we threw back a Yankee Stadium souvenir baseball back onto the field so that no one would hassle us for doing that. Um, little did we know that we were holding hostage a precious piece of memorabilia from Mr. Marrero. And so um, the years that followed, we just didn't know how to get the ball back to him. So when I saw that the Pesky podcast was having an interview with him, I knew this was my chance to try and get this ball back. So I DM'd the Pesky podcast. They got me and my dad onto their show, and we were able to explain to Mr. Marrero the terrible mistake and inconvenience that was given to him. And so we were able to talk to him and apologize and, and be able to bond over our love of baseball and the sport and the memories that it can build. And we were able to let him know his ball is in Las Vegas, Nevada. Whenever he's ready, he can come pick it up. But he's an amazing guy, and I owe it all to the Pesky Podcast. So, again, Pesky Podcast, congratulations. Happy one year, and here's to many more. And, of course, let's go Yankees. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's cool. Yeah, but, that's really know, what a, cool. What a G. What a fucking yeah. G, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I would sit there and – I would have edited that out, but for the class no, act yeah. of yeah. the Yankee of a Yankee fan, and you know, to give back a Red Sox home run ball to Devin Marrero, that was you know unbelievable. But without further ado, let's bring in the Ying to Melissa's Yang, and well, you you can use whatever language you want, Christina. So. Let's let's bring her in, Christina. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my girl. That's my girl. I love it. That's my girl. So, yeah, Christina, man, it, it, it was great because we met you through Socks Addict, and overall, like you know, you became part of. Are you popping bottles over there? No, no, my daughter, my daughter, my dog barked. <laughs> I said my daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but uh, Christina, like, you know, you, you quickly became part of our family uh, as the shirt you're wearing, the pesky party girl shirt. Uh, oh, and, and uh, we, what kind of uh, memories do you have about being on the podcast uh, besides the amount of shots that you and Melissa used to take all the time? <laughs> Uh -huh. shots. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, my memory is very vague after all those shots. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, the story Mel told earlier is still our favorite story with the DC I'm married because that was just hilarious. Um, probably, I don't know, just everything. The the oh, okay. Opening day though, what was fun is because. I'm always ahead of everybody because I have actual satellites. I don't like streaming my games. Oh, and so it's yes. always me going, fuck yeah, yes. And you're like, oh shit, something happened, something happened. She's she's cussing, she's cussing, something happened. And like, they're like, God damn it. And like, like, and I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. So like opening day, me kind of ruined it, every little thing for everybody. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta remember to 
gotta have a, like a five second delay or 10 second delay <laughs> for you all. So that was a fun memory. Opening day was fun though. That was our first time. And that was just like Mel said, we got up early that day. We started drinking that day. We decided we're gonna take shots for every home run that day. And yeah, just kind of, <laughs> and then we just, Good it was do it. <laughs> Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, do you see George? I, I, What's that? I think I, when I had that one throwaway line when Brazier couldn't hit the strike zone. I think I said something like, yeah, he couldn't find the strike zone with his a GPS, and everybody started cracking up. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> we were just talking about the opening day. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my favorite part was just meeting everybody. I think it was the first time I interacted with George, you know, face-to-face -face on a computer, mm -hmm. you know, for that matter, and then everybody else, so. I don't know, just the connections were built that day. So that's probably one of my favorite parts. Yeah, and George was George was the one who asked us to make make the touch them all Deval shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, George. Which which <laughs> I have. And if they sign and if they sign them again, it'll I'll be wearing it again. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, I gotta say one of my favorite moments or episodes with uh the pesky party girls on was the uh was the relationship episode. When when we were talking about uh, the Red Sox is like a dis dysfunctional relationship. Oh, you know, oh yeah, Stockholm uh, syndrome. That's what I say. Yes. Oh, you fell in love with your captor. Yeah. 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 That, that that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, from what I said, you guys kind of shunned me for a little bit when when I said I'm I'm ready for AC to move on as the manager, <laughs> and, and then. It, then I had to swoop in and and say, "Yep, yeah, but I'm ready for Jason Veritek to take over." So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that gummy was hitting hard when he said that, and I was. DC's <laughs> always guys who's like, "Yeah, got a gummy." <laughs> <laughs> Eating. That's another fair part of my show. Watching DC eat snacks and it, stuff. Yeah. He's just eating away. And he's just, just like his his eyes are getting smaller. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> eating away, and I'm like, all right, we're just all eating. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. Uh, DC. Remember when we had Joey Capone uh, and, and the Party Girls on? I can't remember what episode no, it was just, that was. Yeah, I, it was, I was just Melissa. I was on. Oh. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah I was the baby was sleeping upstairs, and then he called me out yeah. here on the show. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, what? you gotta do what you gotta do for the kids, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I sacrifice internet connection, so I hope she knows that when she gets older. She remembers that <laughs> when she tells me she hates me for the first time. <laughs> I'll play uh, that back. So, but uh, Christina, Melissa, uh, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, you know, final memories you, you guys want to bring up, uh, and and what do you look forward to for the next year we have? Um. I'll let her go first. <laughs> well, yeah, final memory. I mean, just every, like DC said, I love the relationships we formed. Um, I can be myself. I mean, I am who I am, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I know it's been a while since I've got two two people you know person football season i'm a person in baseball season and so it's i'm a little bit different <laughs> either way but, either way but, um but uh, for this year i'm looking forward to 
listening to you guys, hearing some more of the banter, seeing what y'all got bad for us this year. And I'm waiting for my tank top. I live in Texas. It's hot in the summer. I want my pesky party girl tank. I'm waiting for that. Get on that, Rick. I'm waiting for it. I'm a tank girl. I'll, I'll, I'll have to One thing I learned, you got to keep the women happy. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to add that to the uh, to the website ASAP just for you. Thank you. I was on there yesterday checking. I really was. I was like looking. I was like, okay, they still don't have a tank. <laughs> so, um, Melissa. Um, um, first of all, I want to thank y'all. Like, um, uh, it's been a pleasure every time. It's always fun. Um, you make you make me feel special when I'm on here. Like it, that means a lot to me. How the the way y'all make me feel, and um, uh, what I'm looking forward to is I live like not even 30 minutes. I don't think from Fenway Park. I haven't okay. like mapped it, but like yeah, so a drive, a little drive to Fenway, and um, I'll be there a lot. Well, but I think I'll probably be at Polar Park a lot more. Um, so. I'm excited about that and being involved in things there. So that's gonna be fun. Like I'm gonna watch a lot of minor league games. So y'all need you need to come up and and go to one. George, you go to them, right? Yeah, I, I do a lot of Portland games. I'm about 25 oh, minutes away. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I do want to do some. I'm gonna do some Portland games also. So we need to connect when that happens. Fine. Figure oh, out yeah. when you're. You know. So that'd be that'd be wonderful. So, but yep. thanks for everything y'all have done. You've been wonderful. I'm, I'm proud of y'all. Y'all have done a yeah. great job. Um, I, I love it. Thank yeah. you. Well, well, Melissa, I know uh, DC and I will be will be heading up uh, because uh, I have I know I have a nice couch, uh, and and Mikey brings it up all the time that you got a hey, couch. We coming up. I've slept on whoa, that couch. Whoa, 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 whoa. It is very comfortable. Where am I sleeping? It's the a floor. big couch. You can sleep right next to me, big dog. Get nervous no, if Mikey says you. he has a dog, buddy. Rick, he's <laughs> married. He's married. No, he's not. I call. I call a little. <laughs> oh, wait, who are you talking? You talking about Mikey? DC, <laughs> because Rick oh, said he could sit right next to him, and I was like, DC said he's married. He's married. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, that's a huge couch, and it, I it's very comfortable. Just saying, I slept on it in September. It's, it's very comfortable. Yeah. So. That, there you we're, go. We're definitely, we're definitely going to sit there and meet up the this this year, this season for you know a couple a couple games. So, yeah. That's but Chris, Christina, Melissa, mm -hmm. thank you, and uh, we will sit there and uh, we're connecting and make something happen for the home opener because I'm not staying up to to midnight uh, doing a live <laughs> podcast opening day. Wow, what a nerd! I will be at the home opener, so I should be anyway. So. Maybe well, I'll, you know, we'll, I'll we'll do the second home opener. Yeah. You can report live. Yeah, live from Fenway Park. So, <laughs> so, well, Christina, Melissa, thanks for stopping by. And, you know, we're going to bring gear to and, and have more memories with you guys. So, Sounds yeah, thank you. Sounds you great. Thank you. I know. I miss you all. So glad we got to yeah. see you. Yes. Have fun. Bye. Take care. Bye. Well, guys, uh, what we're going to be doing next is we're going to be going to a video by one of my close friends uh, and our close friends from the podcast. Uh, we're going to bring on a quick video from our boy.
Theo Denlinger. Hey, Pesky Podcast. Theo Denlinger here. Just wanted to say huge, happy one-year anniversary, and it was an insane pleasure to be working with you guys. I hope to continue to work with you guys and have fun and, and go on the podcast and just, and just talk about life and, and baseball and, and getting after it. Um, I love it. Love what you guys do. Making the shirt, the Viking, that was sick. Absolutely love that. So uh, continue doing what you guys do, and happy one-year anniversary. That was dope. Man, yeah. sit there and uh, Theo, class act all the way, the Viking. Uh, you know, I got to work with him hand-in-hand uh, hand with a shirt that uh, that's you can, it's available on our website, so you guys got to check it out. But, man, uh, we're, we're going to be talking a little bit later uh, when it's just us about how we became and had relationships with, you know, a lot of these minor league players and became friends with them. Uh, after we had Joe Brad, Mr. Joe Bradley on our podcast. So, but next up, the man of the uh, of the half hour. Uh, we're gonna bring on. This is this is George's favorite because he is George's his favorite, Mr. Ed Hand. Hey George, Ed, what's going on? How's it going, everybody? What's up, man? Good. What's up? So, Ed, man, uh, first off, thanks for stopping by. Uh, you know, we, we – the second half of the season, we, we talked a lot more. We've had you on the podcast a couple of times. And, you know, just being able to talk to you, work with you a little bit, and, you know, get your insight because you, you know, you get to go to these minor league games. You get to, you know, interact with the players. And you helped us a lot along with uh, Andrew Parker and Chris, uh, Chris Cotillo and stuff like that getting to talk to us and, and help us out. Uh, well, first off, I want to personally say thank you for giving us the advice that you do all the time. Uh, you know, who to sit there and talk to, who's, who, you know, who's a good person to talk to it that you can get a lot of content from and stuff like that. That's, that's nice of you to say. Thank you. I, I just want to say, this is the first time I've actually gotten to do one of these with DC. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, nice to meet you, man. I uh, yeah. wasn't part of the I, last I feel like one, I've interacted but, uh, with you a decent amount at, like, never. It's always different when you meet somebody, like, face-to-face, -face, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, I really appreciate you coming on, man, giving us your time. I know you got a lot going on, so. And, hey, congratulations. I know it's a little, you know, a couple months now, but on your marriage, so that's pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my, you've got a good beard, Rit. This is this is laziness, what I have right now. So I'm just like oh, looking no. at like the, the format with this, and I'm like, oh, God, you've let yourself go. Yeah, but at least you guys can grow a beard, man. I want the option, but I don't even have the option. You could do like a sweet mustache, though, I bet. I feel like, like George, like in the past, you've had like a full Fidel Castro beard, and you're just kind of done with it for now. <laughs> yeah, uh, long time ago. But these days, it looked like Papa Smurf if it came in. So, oh my God, I don't think Papa Smurf. I I think you're like Papa Smurf and Smurfette's child. You're like their son. <laughs> oh man, but but, but Ed, I if you if you brush your beard and oil it, you could you could get a nice beard going on. You, you just you might have to ask permission so from, work, from the wife. Though. Like beauty's beauty is so much work. I'd rather leave it to the pros, you know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not a pro. Well, well, it's it's kind of it's kind of ironic that you actually uh, brought up beard conversation because uh, the last time George and I got to interview Theo, I, I kind of challenged 
I challenge Isn't Theo. He oh, Isn't he, he just he, an absolute he, delight of a human being? Oh, he's a like, good if dude. he told me, hey, there's this pitcher in double A right now, and he kind of grew up in the middle of nowhere, and he's really into Lord of the Rings. Oh, and he also works as a blacksmith three months out of the year. Wouldn't he look exactly like how Theo Demlinger looks? Like, isn't that like he's a character? He's a full yeah, hero. I, I, yeah. I, I, well, I challenged him. I said, by the time I see him when they play the Rail Riders, I want him to have a beard, you know? And, and, and then, of course, you know, uh, he challenged me in return that he wants me to have long hair like him. So we're, we're seeing who gets it first. I'm pretty sure he will. <laughs> Good luck with that, no. bro. Oh, you're telling me. I, I, I might have to go up in in a wig or something <laughs> because. Hey, I got 2024, man. You can make it look real good. That's crazy what they got going on. So, but Ed, oh, what's been going on with you? Uh, you know, uh, spring training game one today. Uh, so, you know, what are your predictions? Uh, hopefully, you don't say a lot of pain for this season because I. Because uh, I'm optimistic, so what are you optimistic uh, about? Uh, I'm I'm optimistic because I'm, I'm looking at some great defense all year. Last year's first half was atrocious. But how how do you know uh, the defense is going to be better? What makes you think that uh, it's going to be different than last year? Uh, because as soon as Trevor's story came back, the defense uptick was through the roof, and I honestly think uh, with him being the leader in the infield. I was, I was watching video and everything with, you know, his camp and how he was working with like uh, Hamilton, uh, Grissom, uh, who else? Kristen Casas Yorkie. was there. Uh, uh, Yorkie. I, I think that he's, he's going to have that, you know, kind of take the, take over that team captain role and he's going to settle down the infield because the first time a ball got hit to Trevor story at shortstop and he won it over to Casas and he didn't have to stretch like 300 feet over his head. I think, I think he might've had a heart, a slight mild heart attack, you know, this, this is how it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm, th they're supposed to throw it to me. So th 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 that's kind of what I'm optimistic in, in, with the defense and, and then just getting to see some, some of the young talent uh, overall and just a healthy pitching staff. Okay. Like, so what does that sound like for you? Like, Will, what is, what is a health? Here, here's the problem with like a healthy pitching staff with this. It needs to be more than that. It needs to be these guys taking a step forward. Um, oh yeah. Because if you go into the rotation on opening day and who, who do you think the number one is right now? Because for me, I think I would put Bayo there with what they have. I would put Bayo in the number one, give him confidence. If this is a guy that you want to sign long-term, you know what? Oh, that's a lot of pressure for him. You know what? You know what's a lot of pressure? Pitching in a playoff game. Mm -hmm. Pitching in the city of Boston is a lot of pressure. So if he can't handle being the opening day starter, because that's gonna that's gonna be too tough for him. What's he even doing being a professional athlete? You know. Um, so that I think I think that he'd be good if he's your number your number three. I think that you're content with Brian Bayo as a number three right now. Uh, you don't feel great about him matching up with the Corbin Burnses of the world, though. Um, yeah. Number two, number two, it's Giolito, right? That's who you got to put there. Um, mm. Do you think last year was real for him? 
Do you think it was the first half or do you think it was the second half? Because he was going through a nasty divorce and then he got, he also got traded to the friggin' angels, which is like the most dysfunctional organization in baseball. Uh, I think it was a bounce back there. What do you guys think? I think it's a bounce back. And not only that, like, like you mentioned it and, and George uh, mentioned it in our uh, preview video on our YouTube channel. Like, like you said, he had a divorce. He was traded twice you know, in the same season, it was, it's just a lot going through his head. And I think that he has a nice back uh, bounce back year this year, Uh, opening day starter. And this is what I was honestly say. I would want for the opening day when we play uh, Seattle, give Pavetta the ball. I, I, I would love to have Pavetta have the ball for what he did, you know, after he went to the bullpen. And then he got, you know, for starter, give him the, the opening day for that. But then uh, get Bayo, try to figure out a way to get Bayo the opening day at Fenway Park. So I don't hate Pavetta uh, being the uh, number one just because if he's if it's like a leadership thing, he's the very he's very clearly the rotation leader. So it mm-hmm. may that would I wouldn't be opposed to that. So but, uh, so we have those as our number th- as our, our first three, which you kind yeah. of prefer these guys are your three, four, five. You're feeling great if those are your three, four, five. You're feeling oh, yeah. fantastic. So who's the number four? Cutter Crawford? Yeah. Uh, I, I think Cutter Crawford's he has to take a step forward. He, he he's got to get to 175 innings. You know he's he's got to you know get to the fifth, the sixth. You know I think he only went to the sixth inning twice, three times last year. So he, he's got he's got to go deeper in the games and he's got to take a step forward. I really really hope that uh, Bailey is able to help him get you know get a little deeper in the games. Uh, and then my as, as much as I sit there and don't like it right now, I think Halk is our number five, and uh, I just hope he develops a third pitch because you can't be a starting pitcher in today's game to get through the the, uh, the order three times on two pitches. He's got to develop a third pitch, and he's got to be, be able to make it be efficient. Hey, George, I got a question for you. Just because we're talking about Crawford, we're talking about Hauk. Who are some comps from, like, days of Red Sox your, that you would compare those guys to? Mm-hmm. Uh, Crawford, you know, in, uh, in terms of just the kind of gutty pitch he is, uh, going back to the mid A's, it's like an Al Nipper, you know, he's 500, he's 500 pitcher, but he, you know, he'll go out there every five days and give you the innings. How I, that's a tough one because he, he's shown flashes, but it's never, you know, you never quite get the, the total picture with him. Um, can I tell you who Hauk reminds me of? Sure. He's like if Jonathan Papelbon was a serial killer, he'd be Tanner Hauk. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Like, what if they had kept trying Papelbon out as a starter? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that it would have been he would have been a path similar to Hauk. I think if you made Hauk the closer, he'd be on a Papelbon-ish uh, trajectory. Oh, yeah. Because he's, so he's, he's, he's my, my feeling for a long time has been like how the closer would be like a right-handed yeah. Josh Hader. Um, I, I, I'm on. Can I tell you with Garrett Whitlock? And it, it's just like I want him to be a starter so bad. And this offseason, 
I was finally convinced. I was like, no, he's a reliever. He belongs in the pen. And then he shows up at winter weekend looking like John friggin Lesnar. And I want him to be a starter again. Now I'm like, oh, right-handed Lester. I, I, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And so he's my pick for number five this year. I know it's, I, 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 I can't quit him. You know, he's, he's, he's it's something very, uh, I just can't. I love, I love it too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually done. love, uh, I love Ed, how uh, you posted for the Woo Sox, the projected, you know, starters <laughs> down there. And I love, like, I love Josh Winkowski. I love Wayne yeah. as an eventual starter. And I like how, and theory, how you said that they should keep him down in triple A, stretch him out, and, you know, really work him back out as a starter. Because well, I'm not, I'm not the only one who said that. Like, that's, yeah. you know, I heard that from Lou Merloni. Like, that's like, yeah. was talking, Cora was talking about that at the beginning of uh, the offseason. That's how they have them listed on Sox prospects. So, you know, if like that many people are saying it, and it, it makes sense. They have a million of these, like, one, two inning right handed relievers. He's more valuable as a starter. Like, I could listen, he did, he wasn't great his first year. But why are we assuming that he's learned nothing over the last two years, that he can't grow? A lot of guys start off as long relievers and then they become starters after that. So, yeah, we know he can, we know his floor is a reliever. Let's see what his ceiling is. Let's see if he can be a, a, that middle-of-the-rotation workhorse. Remember Derek Lowe? He was a closer for the Red Sox mm-hmm. for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom uh, Horton, Ed, Ed, he started as a starter. So the guys go from back and forth from different roles. And I'm kind of curious uh, – when we were talking about on the pesky party hour uh, closers, I brought up uh, Bernardino. Like, what what yeah. were your thoughts on on Bernardino? Because at any time that Cora asked him in any position, any situation, he went in and handled his his uh, business. Not not as a closer though. I think he's. I listen. I think he could probably. You, you pick the right matchups, he could handle it. But he's not the. He's not like a high high octane guy. You've got guys in the he he he's more gets by on deception and movement and being able to spot his pitches. High octane guys in the last in that inning they're revved up. The adrenaline's going. It's up to them. I want a guy that can overpower them. There. I want a guy that's got just as much adrenaline going. I don't want a guy who has to try to trick them because push comes to shove. A ninety mile an hour fastball, even if it's super well spotted. It's not going to beat anybody. So I um, I like him. In, I like picking and choosing spots. I like him as an opener. Um, and I think he can even handle like seventh inning, eighth inning. I think he can do that. But just for that last inning, not uh, not not the right type of, of pitcher, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, DC, George, uh, uh, any more comments or uh, anything you want to ask Ed? I mean, kind of going on to Bernardino is, you know, he's only left-hander in the, the bullpen. Do you want to really just wait to use him until the ninth inning? You know, what there's a matchup, you know, in the sixth, seventh, eighth. Um, well, I, I, I agree. I don't think – go ahead. I think in the perfect world, he's your number two lefty. He's like the – he's your change of pace lefty. But they don't – you're right that they don't have that number one right now. It's what – they brought back Jolie Rodriguez on, a, on like a minor league deal. So maybe yeah. if he can find what they – what he wasn't able to find last year – I think Chris Murphy is a guy that could step into that, though, also. The problem with Murphy is that they also want him to be a starter. So it's kind of – he's getting stretched out as a starter the same as all these other guys. And it, it, I don't know. Is he is he that more much more valuable as, like, a three-inning guy or, like, a really good one-inning guy? I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see on that one. That's funny you said that. I was actually going to ask, ask you about Chris Murphy. So thank you. Yeah, George, you got anything, buddy? 
going back to Hulk is is the potential closer. I mean, you know, he he'd approach the job with like, "Hey, it's a great day for an axe murder," you know, and just go out there and just just be totally nasty. So yeah, oh, God. can we get a recording of George saying "totally nasty"? I just want that out of context. Yeah, thirty about thirty mine thirty nine minutes forty seconds. We'll, we'll cut totally it totally nasty. Like, that's got to be in the intro for this show, guys. That's <laughs> You're killing minutes. me, man. You're killing me. Or like, yeah, we could, uh, we could uh, take uh, clips of pitchers making nasty pitches, and uh, we'll start it off with uh, him saying "totally nasty." Yeah, yeah, like uh, that's uh, that's perfect. like the high, or like when somebody throws a totally nasty pitch, that recording just plays totally nasty over it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, I got it marked down, George. Uh, <laughs> oh, that that oh, may be. Anytime we do a live show, I might have to have that audio. Boom, just ready to drop after any pitch. I wish I had a soundboard right now. So, Ed, uh, my last question for you is, uh, have you heard anything? Because this is Brian Mata's pretty much last oh chance. Uh, have you heard anything about him? Uh, you know, I've reached out to, like, Theo and uh, CT and stuff, but, you know, the, they don't want to talk about, you know, a, a teammate, which is completely understandable. Uh, oh, well, Theo, I thought you were Theo Epstein. I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Oh no, Denlinger, Denlinger." <laughs> but now you can't just you can't just throw the name Theo around anymore. It's like oh, he's not. I'm sorry, but Denlinger isn't the number one Theo, so he's got to go by Viking sure. or something like that. Yeah, the, uh, I reached out to the Viking and CT. So, uh, the, uh, have you heard anything about Brian Mata? That, you know, in spring players training don't or, talk or, about it. Like they're not going to talk about their teammate um i mean i think everybody's rooting for him he's a guy who's been in the system for a long time and he's somebody who was the top pitching prospect for a bit mm -hmm. um and it just hasn't really gone his way and uh, there's been injuries and you can't control that and the stuff is so good but some of it i don't i don't believe he's going to be able to stay healthy until he shows me he can stay healthy this isn't a case of a guy who's like, oh, well, he's kind of smaller in frame. I think he's going to get hurt. No, this is a guy that's gotten hurt the last two, three years pretty pretty consecutively. Mm -hmm. So if he can't stay healthy, what's it doesn't matter. He's going to – yeah, you might not have to DFA him, but he's still on the 60-day IL, and he's not going to – he can't help you at all. And then if he does get healthy, then, okay, do we want to go down this road again? Um and there's no monopoly on talent in this league. There's a lot of we've seen from guys like Zach Kelly that you can find you can find players from a lot of different places that can compete with any with anybody else. Um, there's no there's no monopoly on talent in the league. Being on the field is honestly an underrated ability to have. So okay, Ed, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we're definitely going to be reaching out uh, for you know, talks of spring training uh, and th definitely throughout the whole season. I, I just want to know, I, I want to know everything about George. I need you to write like your life story. I need you to write like the George uh, Sutherland story. And I, uh, I will listen to the audio book if you narrate it. Okay. Only if, you want to go to, only if you want to go to sleep in 12 seconds, brother. No, okay. bro. That would keep me up all night. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I want to get a shirt that says, the OG fucks and just have a picture of George's face right on it. I, I don't even need the caption. I just need a picture of shirt with George's face on it. Like <laughs> yeah. I would, I would buy that. I would wear that around. I'm not, I'm not, 
saying this like I like I genuinely would. I'm doing that for Hogdale. That's what we've got. Uh we're gonna have a a Hogdale shirt that says uh Riz Drip Hog Repeat on it. So that's our that's our big merchandising <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh, I've been man. telling Rit we should get a picture of George, just like a cartoon picture, even like an yeah. outline with some uh but like worst thing you can do, like if you want to have some text there, not worst thing, but like if you want to have text there, just put like pundit of pesky pole or whatever on it, you know, just put down yeah. adver- advertise go. with it. Pundit to the pesky pole and, and and George, you know, look, like dancing on it. Yeah, like said, no, that's on uh, yeah. that'd be ugly. So, no, appreciate it. It was nice meeting uh, you finally. Yeah, really great getting to meet you, man. George, you, you got to get that autobiography started and sent over to Ed uh, before opening day. Okay. So, well, uh, next up, we're going to sit there. We had a video sent in by, uh, you know, one of our good friends, Joey Stock. So let's sit there and play this real quick. Hey, Josh, Joey Stock here. Congratulations on one year with the Pesky Podcast. Thank you so much for bringing me on. It's been an absolute honor to have met you and to have been a part of your show. Here's to many more big things coming in the future. Congrats. So, and, and, and that there, it was, that was really good meeting Joey. And, you know, I can't remember, were you part of that interview DC when we initially did with Joey stock? No. Is that, is that George and I, or is that just me? I can't remember. I've never talked to him. So, but no, I, I got a, you know, a good relationship with Joey. Uh, you know, he, him and I started a show that's bi-weekly, uh, raising your stock with Joey stock and, you know, was going through his career and everything, getting to know him as a person. And, you know, he, he's said that he, you know, pretty much help out the pesky podcast any way he can. Uh, and you know, BSEN altogether. So next up we have the dynamic duo that almost single-handedly funded us when we first started uh, with our merchandise because uh, they, well, she has a kind of a spending problem. So <laughs> let, let, let's bring on the dynamic duo of Mikey Two Guns and Steph, a.k.a. Swizzle. What's going on, uh, guys? How you doing? Hi, how are you? Speaking uh, of products, Walker in the background. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get rid of her. I, I, I couldn't like say hi again. Uh, so no, uh, M- M- Mikey. Mikey has a whole bunch of merchandise from our store uh, over there at the crib. You know, he's got the yes. mason jars and it's a nice little but, backdrop here. But no, uh, you know. We'll, we want to sit there and thank you guys for you know hooking us uh hooking up ordering our merchandise because you know during the beginning it was, it was you know we were paying out of pocket everything so we decided to open up a store and you know as, as soon as mikey I, i'm gonna end up getting you in trouble i'm sorry <laughs> he's already and, and, in trouble I'm in, I'm in trouble every day it's, it's nothing yeah, he's, he's always in trouble <laughs> well well mikey if your timeout is there with all that stuff surrounding you, I'll take time out for you anytime. <laughs> Rid, I'm trying to be like you. I mean, you got the ultimate man cave there. I'm just trying to have it a little more organized version. Uh, 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 I got set in the basement here. <laughs> so, but uh, Mikey, 
you, you've come on and filled in uh, and been a, a guest on our show uh, multiple times. Steph, this is the first time we actually get to meet you live. I know. Uh, well, uh, well, the only thing I've got to meet was your guys' credit card information. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, it, it's so a that year. explains those pizzas going to Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. That's why my card keeps getting flagged for fraud. Now we know. <laughs> it's not fraud. It's IOUs. <laughs> So, but no, uh, a, a year with the pesky podcast and, you know, you guys uh, were listening really early on, uh, you know, talk about some, some of the memories that you guys uh, have had and, you know, some of your favorite things. Steph, I, Steph, I know you could, could talk all day. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think. Ooh. I don't know if I should have laughed at that or not. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I hear the memories every day. She rehashes them, so they're fresh in my head. Uh, but I mean, just just starting this journey with you know doing the podcast and covering covering all four teams. I mean, we've met a ton of really cool athletes, um, and been able to do some really cool interviews. Uh, I'm running on empty this week. This week. I was basically up like all night, many, many of the nights trying to get out my Drew Bledsoe interview um, because the dynasty uh, just released or is still releasing. Uh, and I wanted to have my piece with Bledsoe that, that me and Steph did. So it's been just a crazy week. We, we put it up. Was it two days ago, Steph? Uh, yeah. Tuesday morning, I think. And, you know, hopefully people can, can, you know, hit up my YouTube page. There's a Drew shared with us a lot of things that are that are not even talked about in the documentary. So, yeah, it's I'm running on empty, a lot of sleepless nights, but I had to be here for this special one year show. So, Steph, let me let me like let you take the reins. Well, and today is like a historical day because not only is it the one year, but it's the only day this season we can say the Red Sox are undefeated. Uh, so uh -huh. we're we're you know lots, lots of memories. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's it's quite funny because uh, I honestly forgot about the game today mm -hmm. until until it was on. I was like, man, I'm like, it's it's the first game of the season. It's the first. It's this is the first episode of season two. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, it, it's it's really crazy. And uh, just thinking about all the memories that, you know, we've had on the podcast and stuff. Uh, well, what are your guys' some of the memories uh, from the podcast itself? Oh, man. You're going to make me go. Like, you, you I know. I was going to say, I mean, my earliest interactions, um, you know, with you guys was listening to the podcast, but also it was around the same time that our Bleep in City was starting. Um was starting up. And so there was a lot of like overlap and conversation about, you know, kind of like, um, what, you know, what topics we were covering and thoughts around things. And, um, and then my never ending saga of trying to buy the Mason jars that are sitting, uh, behind Mike, you know, um, cause that was quite a process for me. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, man, but it's funny. This is a, this is a, it's a silly 
um, it's a silly memory, but there, but one of the last times that you had Mike on, um, I wasn't able to listen like for a little bit. And then we were up, it was one morning, um, getting ready for work. And all of a sudden I hear Mike's voice coming out of Melissa's room. And I was so confused because <laughs> she was listening to the show and it happened to be like right around when Mike was talking and I was so confused about what was happening because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, <clears throat> I know that voice. It doesn't belong here right now. <laughs> you know? Like I said, it was the podcast. I was never there. So. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, to piggyback on top of that, I think some of the coolest um, experiences we've had is, I mean, meeting some of the athletes that we grew up wearing their jerseys. I mean, the Drew Bledsoe interview is amazing. Um, It's been cool to meet a lot of the the athletes that you'd never think you'd talk to when when you were younger. Um, We met, we met two of the the starting pitchers of, of the 86 World Series. I did one, I did an interview with a short interview with Doc, and then I did one with Clemens. So I know they say not to meet your not to meet your heroes, but uh it's been a pretty good, pretty enjoyable experience for us. Um I started the Our Believe in City podcast because I was sick of, of a lot of the coverage that was that a lot of the coverage in Boston, it's all the same. It's all very negative, it's all very just tear the team down. Um, and it just, it thrives off of just negativity. So I'm a, I'm a very positive person when it comes to, although the Red Sox are challenging that, uh, but I wanted to kind of bring that style, you know, to, to our show. Cause I'd always complain to you stuff that we gotta, we gotta watch Foger every night on, on Boston sports tonight. Um, and he's just ripping the team. So I, I think it's been really cool to, to be able to, tell the story, you know, through, a, you know, our vision, our, you know, n- not the team sucks vision. <clears throat> um, and uh, Steph, it's funny because on Steph's timeline, a video popped up from how many years ago was that at the Basketball Hall of Fame? Uh, four or five. And, and we're doing like the, this kind of mock sports center thing. Mm-hmm. never thinking that we'd ever get to this point where we'd be doing a podcast. Um, and I mean, it's, it's just kind of taking a life of its own. Um, I think I, I was gonna say, I think one of the coolest things though, is like the friendships that we've made and the people that we've met and like getting to, you know, interact with, you know, people like you guys and like getting to know you and getting to know other fans and other, um, other people who, you know, have their own takes on things and collaborating and seeing everyone's visions come to fruition. Um, you know, it's, it's really, it's really cool. And, um, I feel like there's like a little community of, of, you know, people who all, you know, over overlap and intersect in some way. And your show has done a lot of bringing, you know, all of, these different people together, you know, I know, um, I mean, obviously Melissa's my roommate and, you know, and I was 
watching, um, you know, while I was waiting and, you know, I, I hopped on and I was like, oh, there's Christina. And, um, and then, you know, Ed came on and I was like, oh, I know him, you know? So it's, it's very cool. Like you guys in doing this episode, you're bringing all of these, you know, different like walks of life together. And it's really, I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, DC, George, you have any comments? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 said it before, I mean, beginning of the, sh uh, the show, I think my favorite part is just like Stephanie just said, the connections you make. I mean, obviously, without this show, I wouldn't know anybody. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's the first time I met mm -hmm. Steph or uh, mm -hmm. Mikey Two Guns, but um, mm -hmm. like Melissa and Christina, for example, uh, mm -hmm. they've done a lot for us, especially Melissa. Yeah. Um, she's one of my favorite people that I've met. And I think it's just been very cool. It, without mm -hmm. this, I wouldn't know anybody that's in mm -hmm. this room right now other than Rick. Um, mm -hmm. Matt George, he's uh, a pretty big part of my life now. We, you know, us three talk every day in a uh, group chat. It's just a, a cool thing to bring people together. Um, yeah, it's fun to read on a team, but you know, it's the connection you make throughout your life, you know, and make it special. So just very thankful and blessed. Absolutely. Yeah, we all have a common love. We all have a common love of the team and, you know, we're spread all over the place, but you know, get, here we are, we can get together and talk. It is about the relationships. You know, there's a bunch a bunch of really great people we get to work with all the time. And that's that's the nicest thing you can say about anything. And you know what? If you're having fun doing it, all the better. Yeah. And I will say, I picked out that couch, and it is incredibly comfortable. And it definitely <laughs> will sleep two people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, he's like, yeah. he's like, you know, DC and I are going up and he's like, I'm sleeping on the couch. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, do I need to, do I need to make an Airbnb reservation? No. Or am I it's, a massive, it's a massive sectional. Like it takes over the room. So. Sectionals um, are the best, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's. it's probably it's the awesome. best thing that my, my wife gave me was yeah. uh, a sectional. I mean, I love my wife, but like the sectional. Right. It's a, it's a game changer. DC. You do realize we have a kid with her, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's obvious. Well, That's obvious. You know of all the episodes that she. I'm, that I'm she's very sit lucky there that and... she doesn't watch this. I'm so lucky she doesn't watch this because <laughs> the way you just turned that around. No, no. <laughs> I'm not stop. How do you know she doesn't listen to it on Spotify on the way to work? I, I love my wife and she loves me, but she could care. She could care less. I mean, she's glad that I'm doing, having fun, you know, stuff like this, but she's got her own stuff going on. Um, she did listen to like one or two episodes and she just kind of looked at me and was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm like, don't even worry about it. So she gets a pass. She does a lot for me. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta give her a pass. The very first Our Bleep in City episode that um, I did with Mike, my niece, who is, currently a um sophomore in college who has zero interest in sports like she could care less like her dad owns a sports memorabilia store if you guys do make it up here it's an awesome place you got to check it out um he's been in the business for like over 30 years at this point and used to actually be a sports writer well, as, as you can um, see the store kind of transferred into yeah the store moved. Here, so. <laughs> I was about um, to make that that connection. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but his daughter, his only child, has could care less. Um, and the very first episode that I was on, I had you know told a handful of people, including her, and all of a sudden, my niece is popping up in the comments section, and I was like, 
oh my goodness, you know? So, um, and she had no idea what was going on. Um, but you know, it's, it's that effort that, you know, the people that are around us, like they know that we're passionate about these things. And so they'll, they'll make a, a valid attempt once or twice, but then they're just happy that we're happy. <laughs> Pete Collins wants to know what's the name what's of the, the store? store? Ah, uh, Gilbert's Sports Nostalgia. It's in Natick. It's, it's one of the know? few ones that, that are left. You don't see too many card stores anymore. Yeah. And but he's got, in, yeah, oh, he's got we love going to sports world too. Oh yeah. No, he's got, he's got cards. He's got memorabilia. Oh yeah. He's, we go out uh, spend a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you tell him. It sucks that, that the cards it. are not priced like they were when, when, we were, when we were kids. Yeah. No, man. Like I mean, the cheap packs are like, like 12, but I'm 34. Bucks. So I remember nineties, yeah. you know, getting, getting mm -hmm. cheap cards when I was a kid. Yeah. Now it's like, you spend 40, 50 bucks on a, you know, four packs of six and yeah. the, the cheap, the cheap anything. packs are like, like almost 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, It's crazy, man. And no yes. one wants the cheap ones cause you don't get a guaranteed autograph and things like that. I mean, it's, it's totally crazy. Um, yeah. but he's, he's been around, you know, since, I mean, so the store has been in business over 30 years, but so he, you know, so he's been around through all of the ebbs and flows of the hobby in recent years. Um, but, um, his knowledge of sports is crazy. Um, so you can even just go in and like, you know, just have a crazy conversation about things. Um, but his collect, his own personal collection is unreal. Like he's. So, uh, so, so, so what I'm getting at Steph is, is we hit you, you in your wallet now in return, you're, you're, you're going to hit DC and I in our wallets. I, yeah. I, I, I see how it is. <laughs> We might have to try to get the friends and family discount. Oh yeah, no, you you definitely tell them that I sent you. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll no, take good care that's of you. That's awesome. That's really cool. But uh, Mikey, Steph, we want to thank you guys for stopping by, and you know we're definitely going to be sitting there and uh, talking more. Uh, I know Mikey and I are going to be talking this weekend to help him uh, flow StreamGuard a little bit better for you guys nice. and help you guys out. So I'm I'm sure I'll be able to uh, I'll be seeing you guys uh, real soon. So thanks for stopping by, and uh, you know we're we're sitting there and keep in touch. Sounds yeah, good. Nice to meet you. We look forward um, to it. N nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, we look forward we'll to another person. We'll be up there. Yeah, and we look Absolutely. forward to the next year. And hopefully, hopefully we won't all be like wringing our you know pulling our hair out after every game. <laughs> so I don't have any more hair. <laughs> You've got your beard. <laughs> You can pull the hair oh, out of your beard. beard. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's the only thing I got left. You know what? Hey, if we stay in Boston, we'll uh, we'll just shave his beard when he's sleeping. <laughs> well, you might not make I, it back. Although I, I might not want, not want to do that because I, I got a beard too. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's no, not your beard. DC, DC, you shave half of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just you take know, care I, of his eyebrows. I'm I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that, that Mike's got some like various like beard you know um like you know taking care of your beard accessories that could be used beard oils. Mm, yeah, yeah. that could be used in a um more fun manner <laughs> so yeah, I, I get the raw use some of those uh, nutrients yeah you got, you got a beard grower because i need one <laughs> <laughs> so okay guys uh thanks for stopping by and you know we're definitely talk soon sounds good Have absolutely a good one, guys. thanks yeah, for having us care. Thank you. Bye. So, guys, man, uh, that's our our guest, you know, so far. 
So, uh, you know, let's sit there and talk about a, a little bit of what makes the Pesky Podcast a little different. Uh, is in my opinion, is is what is the writers that we bring on to cover the other teams. Kind of like uh, George has kind of always, you know, dubbed this as the one-stop shop uh, for a series coming up. And, uh, you know, let's sit there and talk about some of the writers that, that we, we've had on and, you know, some of your favorite writers uh, and the experiences that we had. Uh, DC, you want to start off? Yeah, I mean, I, I touched on a little bit before. Obviously, I'm very thankful for George because he stepped in, you know, and, and done a great job. I haven't been around as much as I'd like to, so I miss some writers um, for personal reasons, health reasons, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my favorite, you know, that we've had that I've been on is Anthony from Philly. Um, I don't know. I think we all mesh very well. He was very knowledgeable. He was one of my favorites. I know you guys probably have, you know, a lot more because you guys dealt with a lot more, but um, he's definitely my favorite. But I think... Uh, yeah, I agree. That sets us apart in a different way is the writers. We've also connected with minor league players, you know, and um, a lot of people don't really, you know, think about to go that low. I mean, a lot of people would do, but, you know, it's really cool that we've been able to get that on here, show their life outside of baseball and their life in baseball, show that they are real people, um, the struggles they go through, the triumphs they also go through. Um, it's been really fun, man. I, as a, a Red Sox fan, you know, like I said, you know, we started this as a joke almost at work and then here it is. And, the amount of work that you put in Rit, is is admirable. Um, yeah. It started from Pesky Podcast to, you know, a whole Boston Sports Network. That's uh, that's something to really you know hang your hat on. And I I just very I look forward to you know seeing what you do, what we can do together. But just very proud of you. Just wanted to say that. I appreciate that, DC. It actually means a lot because uh, I don't think that I would. I don't think we would be as far as a podcast or as a network if i didn't like i hate to say it, but quit my job you know what i mean in in end of july beginning of august because i had all that time like i still work but it's at my own uh you know schedule and but i'm able to to put in a lot more work now and once the pesky podcast got to a substantial amount of stability i honestly i told you guys both i, I kind of got bored a little bit so that's when i wanted to expand and you know cover multiple uh all boston sports and we've got a great team you know together that's that's worked with us you know we've got pete with the foxborough fellas we got alex and jason with dynasty proud covering the celtics we got patrick and ryan now covering uh the bruins uh we've got celeste that uh that is pretty much our own personal red sox photographer that she goes to games and you know we we exclusively are using her uh pictures overall uh you know then we have a second red sox podcast the pesky party hour that we've had leslie and mike carista on uh mike had to step away for you know personal reasons and you know, it's it. No matter what, I I always said this to you guys that the Pesky Podcast is kind of like the the staple of BSEN, the cornerstone. Uh, and because it's our baby, it's my baby that you know you and I started DC a year ago now, and you know it kind of means a lot that this keeps going, you know, further and keeps going better. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, it's it's been a cool ride. Um, met a lot of people. I think that's my biggest takeaway. Is like I, I've said a million times this podcast or this live, whatever you want to call it, is just the connections we made. You mm-hmm. know, you're one of my good friends. Obviously, we don't see too much anymore. We got different schedules, but uh, we met a guy like George. Um, it's really cool, man. Just uh, stoked to see where we go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, Rid, you're you're the hot and soul of this this entire thing. And you're not only the man on the screen, you're also the man behind the curtain. And you've made an awful lot of things happen. You've, you've grown, you know, the BSEN uh, environment has just taken off. And we're able to do so many things now that we that were, if you talk about it a year ago, it would have been, yeah, right, this isn't going to happen, right? Because there's just a lot that has to be done. We've got a bunch of like-minded people that work well together, and that's because of you. So... Mm-hmm. You know, the, you're, you're our leader, man, and we're, we're darn happy to be working with you. I, I really appreciate that, George. If there's one thing in life that I've always, like, I, I look at things differently and look at it from, like, 30 different angles. DC working with me before, it, it, you know, has seen firsthand where I look at things and look at 30 different outcomes and try to figure out a way to solve uh, each one and that was because of him because the one day dc looked at me when i came up and said hey what about this and he goes i don't want i don't want problems i want solutions so then that made my mind blow up it's like wait a minute so i try to think of every way possible and i try to look for the best in everybody some people that we worked with there was no best in it in them uh but it's like I, I, I try a lot of times it's just shit luck. Like we didn't start with shorts or TikTok until just conveniently uh, Jason that covers Dynasty Proud for the Celtics went and he's like, I got 64,000 followers on TikTok. You know, I can help you guys out. Like, yeah, uh, you know, Leslie. Uh, is able to make designs. She she designed Kings of Causeway, Dynasty Proud, uh, you know, and the Pesky Party Hour logos. You know, she she designed some of our shirts. So it's it's like uh, they, they they all fall in place, but it, it's all coincidentally because we all work well together. And you know, when Pete wanted to, with writing, he 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 wanted, you know, I sent him to you, and and you helped him get on their way. It's like it. it it's one year show, but man, uh, so many memories, George. And, oh, yeah. you know, th- just a couple of the recent ones, uh, you know, or in my opinion, were one once in a lifetime with uh, Steve Ferrari, you know, coming on, you know, the, the name successor from Ted Williams. Like that was, that was a once that, well, actually technically for me, it was, it was twice in a lifetime uh, opportunity because he was also on the pesky party hour with me. Right. But, uh, and then Eric Sherman, you know, the, which was great for you, uh, when we kicked DC off the, off the air. So, <laughs> so we could finish the podcast. Yeah. You assholes. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. Yeah. That was, so, that was so tough. That really was, but, that, that was a bizarre night. Yeah. But you know, it, it was great. And, and I'm always looking when I'm talking to somebody, I'm looking for more 
from people. Like we had Eric Sherman on. He was talking about his Dwight Evans uh, book comes out this summer. After the podcast went off the air, what was the first thing I asked George? Hey, what are the chances of, of you of you coming back on the podcast and and, and bringing Dwight on and, and we talk about the yeah. book? You know, yeah. I'm, I'm always looking for that next opportunity. Uh, and and a lot of the times when we make relationships, uh, you know, DC, one of your closest relationships is Hunter Dobbins. Uh, you know, uh, and it's it's crazy, you know how well and how close you two become. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really talking too much, but it was cool. I reached out to him, saw on Twitter. Um, he was doing really well before he got, you know, bumped up in the minors and um, reached out to him. Really cool dude, you know, got right back. And uh, anytime I reach out to him for help, you know, to come on the podcast, he answers immediately. Just, you know, wish him success going forward. I think he could be a, I don't know, man, I think uh, he puts it all together. I think he could be a key piece, you know, just it'd be cool to connect with him in AAA too. Yeah. Um, I, I know one of the biggest assets that we've, that we've had uh, that really helped boost not only our videos up, but our YouTube page also, and DC knows, knows this, uh, when we were in talks with Grandstand Productions and I was dead set on getting their video people because we needed them. And then coincidentally, was it two, three months later, you know, now we have our head of creative uh, and, you know, our head editor, Jut, who was from Grandstand Productions we wouldn't have our 842 subscribers if it wasn't for his videos, his editing, uh, and, and him helping out, uh, as much as he does, you know, behind scenes with the, you know, the video and the YouTube page. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was a rocky road there for a little bit, you know, you know, a couple of months ago or several months ago. And I was, you know, stoked when he, he, you know, jumped on board, um, huge asset. He's got really good skills, and we're lucky to have him. Oh, he's he's a magician doing that. He, his work is astounding. Yeah. Uh, no, he's an inspiration for sure. Yeah. Like like working with uh, he was working with Pete hand in hand, helping put videos together, and then you know Pete's roles expanding where he does ninety percent of our social media. So uh, I help out Judd as much as possible now uh with the video narrative and george almost a, any video that that has narrated behind it is is your writing you know what i mean and i really appreciate you know what you do you know not only the sunday columns but you know that all the videos this whole preview of the 2024 season everything that's that every word spoken is your writing well, I, I I enjoy doing it. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. As I said, I, I do this because I like because I like it, and I love working with you guys. Okay, and um, yeah, it's like I said, working with great people like you know you guys and Jut, and you know the rest of the team. I mean, you know Pete and those. You know, we're just a great group of people, and you know it, it's just all falling together. So yeah, this is this is a I'm having a blast. Yeah, uh, the DC. Uh, what what do you see? Where where would you like the pesky podcast to go for for year two? 
I mean, just, you know, continue to uh, create relationships with players. Um, I think we do a good job of, you know, talking to the younger players, you know, creating that foundation. I think once they, you know, get up to the higher levels, I think that's going to bring us to the higher levels, you know, just for the, uh, the relationships that we built. Um, I'll just keep meeting people, keep putting out good product, you know, like we have. Like I said, you've, you've done a lot for this podcast, for this whole network, you know, in general. Um, I just want to keep having fun. I think, you know, when you keep it fun, you know, that's how things, you know, good things happen. It doesn't feel like a job, which is a good thing. Um, but I think, uh, like I said, just keep connecting with the people, connecting with the players that are in the minors, um, eventually then connecting with people in the majors. And I think that the, uh, the future is bright for sure. Yeah, George? Yeah, I think we continue to grow. And the more connections we make, the more opportunities there are going to be to bring different people on. You know, if you look at the last month and a half or so, you know, we, were to get, we were able to get people like Eric Sherman on. We were able to get Steve Feroli on, okay? You know, and where that takes us, who knows? Because – as I said in my own, for my own thing, if you told me I was going to be speaking on a podcast on a regular basis and doing device voiceovers for this and doing, you know, all kinds of writing, I'd have said, yeah, probably not. I was just doing it to something, you know, as, as a hobby. It's been great. And I think that that's the, that's the key. We haven't been afraid to go tackle new things. And, uh, you know, the young players, as, as DC rightly pointed out, you know, we made the connections there as they begin to rise through the system. You know, hopefully, you know, they'll remember us. We've already made great, you know, great connections with guys like CT and Theo Denlinger. I mean, talk about two two really good people. And, you know, they're, they're a little bit different, but boy, they're great guys. And, you know, we, you know we've had other people on. And, you know, I, I think that if we pay attention to what's going on, and we have been, you know, we're, we're only going to get better over time. So I'm just glad I could be a small part of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you, you're one third of us and, you know, and, and you're a big part of, of BSEN that, you know, without you, without Judd, you know, we, we wouldn't be as far as we are. I'm finally, uh, making, my, finally making my English degree pay off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, two of my biggest goals this season is one. I want to. I, I want to finish getting all the writers for us. I, I, you know, we have like thirteen or fourteen yet that we need to get to cover teams. That, that that's one of my biggest uh, biggest goals. So that way we don't have to worry about uh, you know waiting the last minute. And DC, I, I want you and I. Uh, whether it's at Scranton or whether it's up at Polar Park, I want to do a live uh, pesky podcast from uh, a baseball game, you know, where we can pull and interview players, uh, pull and interview fans, you know, and bring them live on, on the air and talk to them about, uh, you know, about the game that's going on. Uh, I, I think that would be, you know, a different aspect that, that we can sit there and, and do a little bit more lives uh when we're when we're needed to mm -hmm. yeah i mean uh that'd be cool i think uh also getting to portland and then getting all three of us together to do a live would be uh an ultimate goal um yeah i mean i'm I only mean, an hour and a half i'm only an hour and a half from worcester so you know we can maybe make something happen down there so yeah yeah that'd be, that'd be sweet 
like five said, and a half. George is a huge part of this uh, this podcast. Um, he's done a lot for us, and it's he deserves to be there. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that's not what you meant, but like, if you, I didn't realize it was that close, so I'd like to him being part of that too. Oh no, it, well, it's. Close. I mean, I, I have. To me, that's that's nothing. I mean, you know, you guys get the big, you get the big travel to get up to Worcester. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah, like me yeah. going. That's like me going to Scranton or you know Lehigh Valley or something like that. It's like yeah, that's a hike for me. You never want to go to those places, yeah. by the way. I've been to Scranton. <laughs> it's uh, it's so, about, I mean, it's not too bad, but yeah. I'm I'm from that small well, town, so. Yeah. But, man, guys, uh here's the year here's the another year coming up you know today was the was the first season of uh oh yeah first season first game of the season yeah you know for spring training so man i i can't wait and uh, i can't wait to, to see where we go and and what new friends that we make and what old friends that we you know rekindle and you know, just keep building relationships with. So I know one one friend we're not going to be rekindling with, but I ain't going to say it. <laughs> wow. I I kind of I kind of I, 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 I you're dying to do that, aren't you, DC? You just dying. Listen, well, I'm like a six pack deep of IPAs, so I've been I've been holding it in pretty well. Well, it, it it's okay. When we go up to, up to Polar Park, we we'll just make sure that we don't take any. Uh, we don't go out in the Cape very much. So, but <laughs> Jesus, you you went you went even farther than I did. But 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 guys, uh, you know, thank you, DC, for for the first year. George, <laughs> thank you for the first year. And absolutely, thank you. Yeah, it, thank you, buddy. Here's here's to the to the next year. So, guys, make sure you head on over to at bsen 617 to subscribe check out our pesky podcast and every other podcast uh part of our network make sure you go and check out bam right there by dc scan that qr code do like steph does and order some merchandise you know get get the get the credit card out order some merchandise i really appreciate it so for DC, for the OG George Sutherland, and for myself, check us out next week when we start two two uh, weeks, two podcasts a week because we're back in business. <laughs>